Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the treats. Is is this the the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that that front office and what they feel is most important. The chance is here. We touched down from a higher plane. Why you made it here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My my, my favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys, show, but Dante was my guy. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by betonline.ag. Hey there, Marcus Dash here from Chief Concerns. Just want to comment and say BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, baseball, boxing, golf, and much more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Cash and Props with Jason Dunn and the Dash Brothers. Guys, uh, last it's a short week here. I mean, we're coming in the day of uh, the game, so not much time to research and do stuff, but luckily when you're playing the worst defense in the league, the research just like prop pops right at you. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure, man. You know what? And, and the thing is, we know it's the worst defense in the league. Uh, getting beat up everywhere. But we understand this week, divisional game, it doesn't matter to them. They, they, all that matters right now is right there in Arrowhead playing against the Chiefs. And they're going to do everything in their power to make sure they uh, they just rain on the parade, man. Just kill the party. You know, seriously. And this this is game right here. It's pivotal to try to get back on track. You know, so why not start here with the Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was looking at uh, Tasia's uh, bets and my bets. We have, I think, only one crossover this week. So that, that, that's interesting. Um, I thought there was going to be more crossovers uh, in today's uh, in today's uh, bets. But, yeah, we'll, I'll take the one. So more information for everybody else who's, who's watching and listening. Um, let me. I'm gonna go over the uh, the results from last week. So Tasia had a again. Tasia's gets that four four or five every week. It seems. Um, yeah, everything hit besides Madison's three plus receptions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I hope you took the other ones, Tasia. I hope you won something last week on the on those bets. I did. I won a lot of parlays on that game. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, I ended up doing like Osborne. I ended up throwing a bunch of other ones in there too, and getting a couple different ones spread out. Yeah, but Madison killed me. And I, I I went greedy and went Mahomes three touchdowns in one of them. Oh, I know. Yeah, um, and I had a pretty rough week, uh, two of five. Um, yeah, the o- only ones that hey were Hawkinson fifty plus yards receiving and Cousins over twenty six and a half completions. The over under uh, by two points did not get um, Cousins. There was a couple times Mike Edwards almost had an interception on him. Didn't get that mm-hmm. one. And then uh, Mahomes, I was talking about his rushing, calling him Patrick Mavic all week, and uh, he didn't rush at all <laughs> on, on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, that was rough. But, well, he had to get back into the mode of really taking the ball down a little bit and taking what the defense gave him, really. So, 
uh, I'm glad he did that. I'm sorry that he lost on the bet. Uh, but, That's okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I said I did say I said cousins I, I I knew it I was just like man I this guy he, he's not going to throw an interception against us we haven't been really good at taking away the ball uh, sure enough he, we don't get one we don't get one Mike Edwards he had that he had that he almost had that pick which is interesting that like because Edwards is not getting one hundred percent snaps on defense but he he's the only one who has interception on defense and then he almost had another one coming in there I mean the guy's just kind of a ball hawk that that was one of his things that came yeah, out of Tampa Bay was he ball hawk. Yeah, like eight interceptions or something, did he? But yeah, it was like crazy. He had a crazy amount. I'm, I'm not sure how many it was, but I know he had a lot. And he's always been that guy. So I think he's been probably of all the acquisitions we had this offseason. Obviously, we haven't seen Amenahu yet, but I think he's probably the most underrated. Everyone's talking about Drew Tranquil, but no one's talking enough about Mike Edwards. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But um, so as we said, uh, we're playing the Broncos this week. Uh, it's the first time Mahomes is playing the. Uh, the last ranked scoring defense in his career, which is pretty wild. Um, and uh, which I was kind of surprised that I saw one specific bet on Tage's betting ticket this week uh, with playing the, the worst defense in the league as far as scoring wise. But uh, we're going to go right into it with uh, Tage's week six picks. Tasia, take it away, my man. You're right, JD. He has eight career interceptions. Nice job, Mike Edwards. Yeah. Um, JD does his stuff, baby. He's on it. <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's go. I'll just say them first and then go into each one. So uh, Pacheco, 15 plus carries. Uh, Wilson, 31 plus pass attempts. Uh, Rice, two plus receptions. Sutton, three plus receptions. And the total under 51 and a half. So Pacheco, 15 plus carries. So he's had 15 carries plus carries in the last three games. Uh, he's done it in games where he's struggling, 3.4 against uh, Minnesota, and he's done it in games where he's dominating, 5.8 against the Jets. So although I think the Broncos might give us a scare at some point in the game, um, I think we'll be up enough throughout it for him to really get uh, work done. Uh, combine that with some bad weather, which is going to be a very, very big theme amongst my bets. Um, I've heard it could go up anywhere up to 25-mile-per-hour winds with 38-mile-per-hour gusts and 50% chance of rain. So <laughs> – uh, factor that into some of your uh, <laughs> props if you can. Um, 31 plus pass attempts for Wilson. So uh, Russ has done this in every single game except for one. Guess who that is against? Bears. That's right. Uh, that Bears always throw off everyone's like stat patterns, by the way. It's, it's hilarious. Um, I think the game, the game script will be a little different against the Chiefs, obviously, than they will against the Bears. Um, although there are heavy wins, this is the one I don't think will be too affected by it because I just think he's going to have to throw at some point when they're down for by two or three scores. Uh, I just think he'll go more short game, move the chains and, you know, keep us off the field. Uh, Rice, two plus receptions. So he's caught at least two balls in every game this season. He's averaging five targets a game um, in a game where wind and weather are going to be a factor. I ultimately think we go short game for most of it. Uh, get it to the hand, get in the hands of our yak receivers and let them do the job. He's one of our best ones at doing that. I think that's pretty easy there. Um Sutton, three-plus receptions. It's probably the one I'm the most iffy on. Uh, even though he's caught three balls in every game except for the Jets game last week, he's averaging six targets targets a game. Uh, I think, again, short game will be the theme um, of the game. I think Russ goes to his biggest bodied receiver. I think he goes to him to move the chains in, in throughout most of the game. Total 51 and a half. Obviously, you know kind of where I'm going with this as far as the uh, the weather being a problem. Our totals last year against them were 51 and 62, which are not that encouraging for this bet. 
But this year we're averaging 25 points a game. Uh, Broncos are averaging 24 points a game equals 49. Add that with the wins being up to 25, gust to 38, 50% chance of wins. I think I see the under hitting. Um, the under has dropped from 51 to 47 and a half. Uh, I just feel more comfortable the number in the 50s, so I bought a few, few points there. Interesting. I do have one bonus bet I didn't put on there, but uh, I just – I in doing all the research. Oh, bonus, huh? No bonus bet. Um, Wilson, 10 yards rushing. It's an alt line. Uh, the actual line's 20. So Chiefs are giving up 18 rushing yards a game to quarterbacks. Russ is averaging almost 24 rushing yards a game. Uh, with all the heavy wind and the rain, I, I just think he's going to have to do what he's got to do to move the chains whenever he can. So that's 25 to win 135 for the five bets. I didn't do one with the bonus bet because if you just maybe, maybe if you like some of the bets, not all of them, take one of them out, but the Russ went one in there. That's yeah. It. And here's, here's the full screen for everybody. If you can see the, uh, the small little graphic, um, there it is. All right. Now we're going to get down to the brass tacks here. What does JD oh. think? Oh, man. Bet? So, you know what? Uh, looking at these bets, man. Uh, Everything looks looks pretty good. The Pacheco 15-plus rushing attempts, I, I really do believe that. Uh, going against the worst rushing defense in the league uh, just makes sense. Every other team has really killed him in the rushing game. Pacheco's have just been eaten. He has. And uh, I think you just keep giving him and keep beating him. He just gets better and better the more you give him the football. And so I don't think it's going to be any different than any other team has, has played them. Uh, but I think running the football is going to be our, our strong suit. And especially if you said that the condition is going to be what they are. And the same thing, I've, I've seen where it's going to be maybe kind of dry, maybe wet. We, You know, it's Kansas City weather, so you don't really know what's going to come in. Heck, before you know it, it's snowing. I mean, it's just how it is out there in Kansas City. You just never know. It's flurries. Uh, but I definitely believe the person right there, Pacheco, 15-plus rushing attempts, is, uh, is an easy one to go with. I definitely love that one. Uh, Wilson, 31-plus attempts. Um, I, I could definitely see that. They're going to be playing from behind. They're going to be throwing the football all around the field. Uh, and I think it's going to be a little bit more kind of dink and ducks to try to get the ball out to the backs. Uh, and so 31 attempts definitely seems doable. I think we do a good job of, of stopping the run. Uh, our, our passing defense, I'm just kind of looking at it. Just for the past few games, we're like in the middle of the, of the road with everything. Yeah. Now. So I think that's probably going to be their strong suit is try to challenge our linebackers. You know, Bolton's just now getting back. Um, mm. Going to the tight end, we know sometimes the matchup for them is always somewhere in the middle. Uh, and then they're going to challenge their corners. That's what they're going to do. They're not going to run man. So why not try to challenge Sutherland and, and Judy uh, on the outside? So I do think he's going to be throwing the football all around the field. And that Sean Payton, man, I know him enough to know he loves throwing the football. I know that. Now, number three, Rice, two-plus catches. All right? Listen, I was sitting over here, and I was just doing some tweeting this morning. I was just sitting there just thinking, me as a rookie, and I started my rookie year, okay? Rasheed Rice has got to the point where he's done enough that I believe we can trust him to start to get more action, he has been producing every opportunity he's been getting. Let's forget about the, the drops, right? We, we've made a decision. What we want to do with the drops is throw one on the sideline, let him drop it, then put him in the game, okay? That's yeah. that's what you do, okay? Get the drops out of his, his head, 
put him in the game. Definitely two plus catches without a doubt. I mean, I'm thinking at this moment, Patrick loves what he's, he's throwing to. He loves that he's a big target. He's making things happen. Rasheed Rice definitely going to get more than two plus catches in this game. That's a great bet. Great bet. And also, too, we had to think uh, Trav may play. He may not play. So that's still kind of up in the air on that thing, right? And so I think your contingency plan is play a bigger receiver, whether it be Rasheed Rice or Justin Ross. So hopefully Justin Ross gets out to get some more, too. But he's not in the bet, so we won't even worry about that right now. <laughs> J.D., I had uh, – uh, you said you brought up Justin Ross. Because, you know, we, we're a pro-Ross pro and pro-Rice channel, but we're a pro-Ross channel, and obviously this offseason you had a mixed bag of some pro-Ross channels and some anti-Justin Ross channels. But yeah. there's this one guy, uh, one of our, our fans um, – what's his name here? Sapphire Modern. This is the second time he's brought this up. Like, actually, he's this up a lot. But he said, I think the team's going to hold him back this season, and he's going to walk. He's going to ask to leave this offseason. It's like, Ooh. he's, un- he's an- Justin Ross. I was like, he's an undrafted guy. He, no, one's, no one's asking to leave. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't, that's not how things work. Uh, he's in the NFL. <laughs> Being in the NFL is a privilege. Believe me, he doesn't have the power to say, like, <laughs> I just want to get up and walk. Doesn't work that way. Does not work that way whatsoever. So I don't it's know. The, it's not the NBA where you just ask out and they can just especially what better opportunity will you get other than like the Chiefs with Mahomes with MBS probably being gone in the offseason with a bunch of young receivers who haven't really established themselves. This yeah. is the place to be. Right. Well, okay. Well, I'm just gonna take my bag of, really leave. <laughs> Bye. See you later. <laughs> Still trying to clear him medically, right? And we took the chance on him to do that. Why did teams yeah. pass on him? Why is not draft free agent? Because of the concerns. Yeah, uh, I don't even want to get into that. I'm leave that part alone. <laughs> well, uh, I want to comment on something you said about the rice thing with Kelsey. Um, do you think maybe with the bad weather conditions, it's more of a reason to hold him out? We talked about that yeah. yesterday. Yeah, it, it is a possibility. You know, because you know it could become slippery if it is wet. Uh, that is something that you definitely have to 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 worry That's about. Yeah. yeah, I just you know, you know what I hate. But sometimes when teams know a guy's hurting in certain places, then they'll tackle in those places, make sure they'll wrap him up, twist his ankle. I mean, it's just dirty parts of football. Not all guys, but some guys, that's how some guys play. I'm not saying that's what the Broncos do. I'm just saying some guys think about things like that, right? Yeah. Uh, certain so, Broncos players, I'm sure, did that kind of stuff back in the day, J.D. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can name some names, but I'm not going to. I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> That's, that's on a different show. That's on a different show. Right? <laughs> that's really some really good battles with some guys back then. It's crazy. Uh, uh, but it, going back to it, so Sutton, three plus catches. Okay. I definitely believe Sutton is kind of being Russell Wilson's guy. And, you know, he had that one where he had like a couple of fumbles. I guess was was it to get a <clears throat> Miami where they were still trying to get in the game and he was trying to make plays. And he was, you know, he was he was fumbling the football. But I think it's – and we talked about trade possibilities. So if you're trying to get a guy out there and get traded, why not throw the football to him a little bit, right? Try to get him in like, hey, man, look, we, we got a guy to get some balls and stuff like that. You know, make him a little bit more delectable for people to, you know, try to go to, right? Yeah. Try to so I think they, they'll definitely try to get him the ball. Uh, and I think they, they want to court him more. You know, not no pun intended. <laughs> ah, I knew <laughs> it. 
Maybe Jerry, not, but it was really good. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Jerry Judy, I just thought about Mike. Okay, but but seriously, I think so. So I think yeah, definitely three plus catches. Uh, I think he'll try to put on a show, no doubt tonight. Uh, the total points under fifty one point five. So my line, I have the score was going to be thirty one to fourteen. So they definitely under the fifty one point five. Okay. I don't get more than seventeen points. I was going to put the thirty one seventeen. But I really don't like the 17 points, man. I just think that our defense is going to go in and just try to destroy what they have, you know, and just keep a losing team losing. That's what you do. That's, that's always the mantra. Like, you got to keep a losing team losing. Don't give them any type of hope. Don't let them get back in the game. Put your foot on their neck as soon as they come into the stadium. That's what you do, right? So, Tasia, man, I like it, every single one of these things. And I actually like the bonus bet, to be honest with you. You said 10 yards with, with, with Russell Wilson. So the actual line's 20. I you, I can oh, buy it down to 10, which is like, dude, 10, that should happen in the first half. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, you know, maybe because the game is kind of a desperation game, I do believe that, you know, he'll 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 run for probably 20 yards. You know, do a little pump fakes and, you know, five here, eight here. Before you know it, he'll have 20 yards under his belt, right? So I think he's trying to do everything to keep himself in the game. Uh, so uh, I do like the bonus bet, but these bets by itself, 25 to win 135, I like each and every one of them. I do. Awesome. Yeah. And I, my total, I have 3120. So that's why I'm like right on 51 and a half. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And talk about desperation. Both games last year, especially the first time we played Russ, that was the game we went up really big early and they mm-hmm. came back and Russ. Looked like desperate uh, Russ in that game, and he was running a lot in that game too. Remember that, that was the one where he like dove for the uh, the end zone. He got nailed on the uh, on that rushing touchdown. Yeah, that's is that the one where his like helmet was turned or something? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he got he got nailed on, but he he laid it all out there for that touchdown. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was. I think that was one of his best games of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And talk about numbers wise, I think he's been he's a top ten fantasy quarterback this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's actually playing numbers wise pretty well. It's just their defense. This is not matching up to what it was last year. All right, and that was twenty-five to win one hundred thirty-five bucks. Yeah, so not a lot because I took some alt lines, but you know, lower risk. You know, lower money. Yeah, there's a reason why every week my number is higher than Tejas, and I'm hitting less than (laughs) Tejas. No, seriously though, it is. Yeah, Yeah, Vegas knows. All right, so here we go for my week six picks. Here, okay, so my first one, I have Isaiah Pacheco having seventy plus rushing yards. He's only done that two times this year. Um, so, yeah, 100, 100 plus uh, one game, then 70 exactly. But Broncos have allowed that to a starting running back, a, f- a four out of the five running backs they faced this year. So, Brian Robinson, 87 yards rushing, A chain at 203 yards, and Mostert at 82 yards in that game. Uh, Khalil Herbert had 103 yards, and then Brees Hall had 177 yards. The only running back that did not get that was week one. And if you guys listen to the Chief Concerns show, you guys know week one's kind of a throwaway game. You kind of really can't really add that into a lot of trends and stuff. That was Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs had 19 carries for 49 yards week one. So outside of week one, every running back has hit 70-plus yards rushing against the Denver Broncos. And with the weather being the way it is, I think they're going to run the ball a lot. Um, you could also even have fun with that and take Pacheco to have 100 yards rushing, and I think that's like that pays out like plus like 210 or something ridiculous. But yeah, I think 70 is a really good safe bet here, even though he's only done it twice this year. Um, but that ties us into our next one. So our next one, Tasia had you had 15 carries, right? Tasia 15 plus carries. Yeah. yeah. So I can't alt line that on the a- app that I use, but the rushing attempts I have a 16 and a half for Isaiah Pacheco, which again we're talking about. Uh, it's going to rain tonight. 
uh, with 20, 25 miles per hour plus winds. Um, Pacheco's only done 16 and a half once, only gone over 16 and a half rushing attempts once this year. But Broncos have allowed every starter running back they've played to allow more than 16 and a half rush uh, carries. Uh, so Josh Jacobs had 19 carries. Brian Robinson had 18 carries. Brees Hall had 22 carries. Khalil Herbert had 18 carries. A-Chain had 18 carries. So every running back has gone over 16 and a half rushing attempts. I think Pacheco is going to be in that as well, which also bode well for the rushing yards. Because if he's getting more than 16 and a half carries, you definitely have more than 70 yards rushing. So I think that all ties together. So, so four out of the five running backs have gotten over 70 uh, rushing yards and every running back that they've played against has had over 16 and a half carries. So I think that's golden. I think that's a golden ticket right there. Just those two alone. You, if you don't even want to do the five bets, stop at those two and just call it a day. Um, well, only thing I'd be scared about with that would be if we kill them too much, they're going to do what they did against the Bears, and you'll have CH with 15 carries and Pacheco with 15 carries. Yeah, yeah. But, but that, I think, that's it, though. That's all you have to worry about. I will say with the weather being a factor, it's going to be tough to blow anybody in a, in a, in a, in a yeah. rain game like that. Yeah. Because that all, that all ties together the, the game script, I, at least I think. Um, so now we're going to a third bet. So I have Travis Kelsey. So that's the thing, too. If Kelsey doesn't end up playing, guys, if you do have Kelsey in a bet, Every uh, as long as he doesn't play in the game, he's going to be null, and his bets will um, you won't you won't lose if Travis Kelsey doesn't play. So, I think with the way Denver has played against tight ends this year, I think Kelsey in a game where it's going to be uh, windy, it's going to be raining. You got the quick little uh, quick passes like they were doing in the second half in that Minnesota game. I think Kelsey has fifty plus yards receiving. He's done that in three uh, four games he's played. He's done that three times, um, getting sixty yards. So you probably go sixty yards receiving, but fifty just to be safe. Um, in Minnesota, he had 67 jets. He had 60 Chicago. He had 69 yards receiving, uh, Broncos have allowed that. Um, so a lot of teams they've played that only have like a bona fide, like tight end one, but looking collectively against the commanders, the, the commanders tight ends, uh, had a combined seven catches for 89 yards. Cole Komet had seven for 85 by himself. Uh, jets had uh, combined seven for 81. Conklin had 67 yards by himself receiving wise. And then uh, Ra- Raiders and Dolphins, uh, Austin ha- Hooper had like one catch for 20 yards. But, I mean, take away that week one game of the Dolphins game, which I think Dolphins just didn't throw the ball uh, that much to their tight ends because they, they ran it 100 times with uh, their two running backs. And they had like 300 yards combined with those two. So they didn't really need to throw the, uh, the tight ends. But, yeah, between Commanders, uh, Jets, and Bears, all of them had 80-plus yards receiving from their tight end. So I think 50 yards alone receiving from Kelsey – I think that's a I think it's a sweet bet as long as he plays. Um, now this is the one where I'm kind of I'm kind of hesitant on, but I like it. But nonetheless, um, six and a half catches for Travis Kelsey. I think he has over six and a half catches this week. If he plays, I think what we said it's gonna be it's gonna be short little catches to him, kind of like what happened in the second half of that game. Um, three uh, three of the five games the Broncos have allowed um, have allowed uh, the tight ends to have more than uh, six and a half catches. Uh, again, going back to the Cole Komet seven by himself, Jets combined for seven catches from their tight ends, and then the Commanders combined for seven uh, catches from their tight ends. The only two that didn't, again, with the yards, uh, was the Raiders and the Dolphins. Um, they didn't allow their tight ends to have more than six and a half catches. So the three out of the five, they've done that. Um, and Kelsey uh, has done that uh, for uh, two, two of four games. Kelsey's eclipsed uh, six and a half catches. So you're kind of taking a chance there that, that, that maybe – Taylor Swift's in the building. They're going to want to get him the ball more, especially with the rain and the, and the winds. Maybe get him the, the quick screens. Maybe just get him the ball in his hands quick. Um, that's that's the one I'm kind of hesitant on. Uh, but then my last one, 
Uh, I have the Chiefs going over 29 and a half points for the game uh, tonight. Um, if you look at their games, uh, the Jet, the Broncos have allowed uh, their opponents to score more than 29 and a half points a game. Three of the five games, the two games that did not was week one against the Raiders. You can throw that out the window, 17 points. Uh, but then Bears came so close, 28 points. But every other game has gone over 29 and a half. Jets scored 31. It's an offense that no one thought could score uh, more than 20 points. They scored 31 last week. Dolphins, uh, 70. Commanders, 33. So, um, yeah, overall, I think um, 29 and a half should be pretty easily. I think if you, if you ask anybody what they think the score is going to be tonight, I think everyone's saying, I've seen, I've seen stuff at 31. I, most numbers I've heard of seeing is 31, 31 to 35 points for us to score tonight. That should be easy peasy over 29 and a half. But, um, yeah, and we've – the, the only thing is, it scares me, we've only done that once this year. It was against the Bears. That's the only time we've scored over 29 and a half points. So – I like, I will say this. If you want to be smart about my bets, the first three, I think, are locks. The last two, that's what you're kind of taking a risk with. But I think the, the first three, I think, are, are, are locks uh, tonight. But um, yeah, so uh, you do that bet. That's 25 to win $208.75. JD, what are you thinking? Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at these things, man. I'm just like, oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Listen, I'll I, I tell you what. I, I do like the Pacheco 70-plus rushing yards, uh, you know, because, like I said, as you know, they'll be killing the Broncos' defense running the football. And so I don't think it's going to be anything uh, crazy to think that Pacheco's going to have over 70-plus rushing yards. Um, the, the only thing that, you, like like Taja brought up, is, is Jet and CH going to be included in some of those carries, right? That's the thing about it. You know, because we we you know we we do have running back by committee, and we do we try to give Pacheco some time, you know, a little bit of a change of pace for defense to kind of see you know somebody else different, right? So, um, but I do believe if he's going hard and he's doing what he's doing, like he has been doing, uh, I definitely believe he's going to have seventy plus rushing yards. Okay, so I do like that bet. Pacheco with the sixteen point five rushing attempts. Uh, that's another thing. Okay, and this is, this is kind of you getting in the realm of, eh, we like 17, but, you know, can we get Jet and CEH, you know, a couple of these carries, a couple of these totes? Um, possibly. Uh, but like I said, if, if he's going and he's doing his whole little, you know, his little getting at it and, you know, doing his little thing with his hair or whatnot, you know, he, and he's moving, man, and he's, he's, he's doing his little do. Uh, 16.5 rushing attempts is not bad for me. I, I, I think you feed that guy because it's necessary to feed a guy like this early and him have success because he's just going to be better for you throughout the entire season, right? And you want him to get used to it. Matter of fact, it's almost like you're trying to find a guy so you don't have to be a running back by committee team. That's how I look at it, right? If you do have your bell cow, a guy that can tote the ball, who's not going to get hurt, and then you do have your change of pace, maybe being Jet as opposed to CEH, then yeah, that makes sense, right? It makes sense. Uh, so I do like to see some point forward, uh, 16.5 rushing attempts. And we talked about the weather, right? We know we're going to try to keep it on the ground because if the weather is what everybody says it's going to be, then uh, that makes sense to me. Uh, sorry, real fast, since you brought McKinnon, I just looked this up because I was looking at the game logs for Denver versus the Chiefs last year. Yeah. McKinnon had, against the Broncos, 12 catches on 15 targets for 174 yards and four TDs last year. 
Yeah. Mm. He, he, he tore him up last year as far as receiving the ball. Yeah, he played, so he's like a Bronco receiving killer. His usage, though, has not been the same as it was last year. Remember, there was no CEH last year. True. Yeah, but look, he even the media brought it up. Like, what are they waiting for you for the playoffs? He's like, I don't know. I don't. Maybe it's the Broncos game they're waiting for. Maybe this is the one. I, I get on the horse a little bit, but at some point, I know he's a little frustrated. He don't want to say it because he's a hell of a team player. Okay, love everything about McKinnon, uh, but even the, the the best team players still don't want to be forgotten. Yep. They don't, you know. And he knows he can help the team out. So why not get him a little juice too? He sees Pacheco getting it. Let me get a little bit of that. I want a little bit of that shine as well. Okay. Mm. So that's, that's a great point, Tasia. It's a great point. Uh, now with Kelsey, we get into the whole Kelsey thing. All right. This is this is this is the whole question mark for me. Okay. I uh personally I believe Kelsey may dress, but I don't think he'll have uh the amount of snaps that he usually takes. I think part of it is just a psychological uh, effect that it will have on the team against the Broncos and for the Chiefs, uh, his teammates. So I do think, believe it's going to be somewhat of a dress rehearsal for, for Kelsey. All right. Uh, so the 50 plus receiving yards is a question. I just know I, I would try to manage that as a coach. How many opportunities he will be out there to play. Okay. Especially bringing up the field conditions. Saying like, look, it's going to be a wet field. Look, he's got a bad ankle. He's got he's had a bad knee. Why put this guy in harm's way? We don't need to. Now, look, we need to get a first down. Okay, need for you just trot out there for a couple of plays. Absolutely. Like, yeah, third and five or six. Put Kelsey out there. Let him get eight. Let him let him do his thing. Right. Let him find the window. I do. I, I agree with that. Uh, but the fifty plus receiving yards is a, a question to me, Marcus. It's just a question to me. Okay. Yeah. Say that, all right. <laughs> not, not really a bad bet. If Taylor Swift is in the house and the Swifties are, you know, gearing him up, right? And they cheering him on, and he decides to come out there and give it the the old, you know, college try, right? That's what we're looking for. Okay, he's he's out there pulling his leg and cheering and doing the whole first down thing. Then yeah, I think the fifty plus receiving yards. It's all predicated off how much he's playing. Yeah. 6.5 catches. That is the question to me. I, I, I don't think you'll get that. I don't. Uh, uh, just for the simple fact that uh, it's time for the young guys to eat a little bit. And I think Noel Gray comes in and probably takes some of the catches away. And like I said, Travis, if he comes in, he'll probably get, you know, I, I just, I, I put these numbers in. I said four for probably 47. So he might not get the 50, but I think yeah. maybe four for like 47 uh, is where he's more at. Uh, so I think that's kind of a bad bet. I don't really like that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so last year he had seven for 40 in one and then four for 70 in the other. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so. One for two. So it's, yeah, so it's like, eh, what do oh, yeah. you want to go toward on that one? Well, the down the fact is he's, he's, he's partially hurt, okay? It would be a bad field. Uh, can we do without him? I think we can. But like I said, I think his presence alone it does a lot for the team and the morale. Uh, but I don't think you just put him out there as much as he's usually used to. Uh, so we go to the last one, man. Chiefs over 29.5 points. Now, I do believe we do get this. I do believe uh, we'll, we'll definitely have that uh, that 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 bet covered. Uh, I'm thinking maybe, maybe three rushing touchdowns and maybe two passing uh, is what I'm seeing. 
I'm I'm looking for them to get 31 points, and I think they'll definitely get over the 29.5. So uh, that that is a good bet to me. I, I think you know on the ground is going to be the way, but also too that play action. It opened up play action, and so end zone, red zone, uh, five and, and more. You know, we throw a little out to the flat or something quick to Rasheed Rice. He's been very good at doing that, just bodying up in the middle. That little quick little uh, slant route, been money. It's been money. Uh, he's gotten away with it. I don't see why teams don't understand. Like, hey, man, he's going to run a slant out of you. Okay? Mm-hmm. Be killing on this. So I do believe we'll, we'll cover that 29.5. So I do like that with Marcus uh, on that bet uh, as well. So uh, looking at both of the bets this week, okay, Tasia's week. Checko 15 plus rushing attempts. Yes. Wilson 31. Yes. Rice 2 plus catches. Correct. Set 3 plus. Yes. Total points on a 51.5. Yes. I do like this bet 25 to 135 to win 135. I do like that. Marcus, I love yours. The only one I don't like about yours, it's a Kelsey over 6.5 catches. Question about the 50 point receiving yards because we don't know how much he's going to play. If he, if, or if, even if he is going to play at all, right? Uh, but I think this week's winner is Tasia's Betty on this one. That's Tasia. Yeah, I, I I do agree with you. No, I, I do. I, I think Tasia is, again, the safer bet here. I, I, I like it. It's like a, a good cop, bad cop kind of thing we have here, Tasia. You're like the safe you're like the safe bet guy. And I'm like, you want to risk it a little bit? Let's, let's go with me a little bit on that one. Yeah, yeah Marcus, Marcus likes walking on, on the edge a little bit. I, I, I love it. Okay. <laughs> Some more nuggets while you're doing that. I was deep diving. Bronco receptions from running backs. They had 14 in two games against us. Wow. Uh, so that's that's a lot. Uh, Pacheco two catches in one game, three in the other. So both teams leaned a lot on their running backs catching the ball, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was really interesting. So and Broncos have a lot of guys that catch balls. I don't know how they're going to do it this week, as uh, you know, um, McLaughlin's been tearing it up. But now that Javante's back. I don't know how they're going to split up that stuff. I do. I gotta say, McLaughlin reminds me of like when we first started to bring out Charles back in the day. Like when we first started, like getting him like acclimated to the offense. Like that that one year, I think we went that like for two and fourteen was it, it was the Thigpen's uh, uh, initial year um, when when they started to get uh, Charles involved in the passing game more. I mean, he just looks. He's so quick. McLaughlin's yeah. really fun to watch. That's a yeah. guy I could see Hayden saying, you know what. We're gonna rebuild this thing, and I want to build it. I want to have that guy as like as one of my my, my central pieces because he's he's really fun to watch. I can easily oh, see yeah. him getting two, two plus catches tonight. Problem is, this is the first game with three running backs they want to get touches to. Every other game we've seen two because they weren't really making it a high effort to get off from the ball when they had P Ryan, Javante, and uh, him together. So this is the thir- the first game that they have all three of them. They're gonna try to get an effort to get in the ball. So as a Javante Williams and McLaughlin uh, and P. Ryan, fantasy owner. I, I don't like starting any of them this week because I just don't <laughs> know what the hell they're going to do. Um, I feel like they might give P. Ryan more of the third downs, at least to give him. I think actually P. Ryan's got the most solidified role of the other of all three guys because they know what they got him for. We want you for third downs and catching the ball as a safety blanket. That's what you are. That's what you're going to be if uh, Javante Williams is out. That's going to be if he's healthy. So I think. If anything, and they don't even have his uh, receptions listed, at least in Bovada. So, um, 
it's going to be interesting to see how they they deal with it going forward. I think it's good telltale for what what the hell's going to happen going forward. He's they're like McKinnon based on like his role having like a role carved yeah. out. He's like their jet. Yeah, every team covers a guy like this, you know, and, and, and what he's done against us, right? And I was like, yeah. he's 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 a valuable player. It was never uh, mix it. It was always Piran that was killing. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure uh, they know that too. Absolutely. <laughs> He's probably telling like, look, look at my film last year and the past two years, what I've done against these guys. Watch. Just watch me. Okay. Yeah. They don't even have P. Ryan's uh, stuff listed. Yeah. They, they, they don't do have it, though. They give you two catches on him. I say take that and run. I think P. Ryan will easily catch two balls. Oh, yeah. They don't have, they don't have P. Ryan or uh, McLaughlin on. Yeah. They only have John. Really? Which leads me to believe that. They want you because you know all oh, the running game. So they're going to take all Javante bets. I have a feeling some of those are going to be under too. So. What's funny is that they don't have McLaughlin listed rushing or receiving, but he has the fourth highest odds to score a touchdown tonight. So they have really Kelsey Pacheco, Rice, and then McLaughlin's the fourth highest guy, the, the, the number one highest guy for Denver, which is interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. He's a hot hand. I, I mean, you know Peyton better than we do. But Peyton seems like a hot hand type guy. Like he's hot. Oh, yeah. Give him the ball. I don't have to rush Javante Williams back. He just came back. Why am I? Why am I going to come back and give him you know twenty touches in this game? That's ridiculous. So there's just no need to. Yeah. No. Is McLaughlin a rookie? Is 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 he is he Peyton's guy? Because Javante was not Peyton's guy. No, no, not at all. If McLaughlin's know. his guy, I could see him being all about this guy. Because I mean, you watch him. You watch Denver game like last week, last two weeks. He pops off the screen at you. There's certain guys who pop off, and he does. He's a rookie. Wow, that's well, well, his Mike, guy. You, Youngstown you State, baby. Ooh, Youngstown. There we go. There you go. Yeah, but, but you had a guy like Alvin Kamara for a long time, right? It makes sense. It, it really does. Yeah. That. that yeah, I, I think uh, you know he's a fun guy to watch for sure. And, you know, you get him in space and, you know, down there, obviously back out the backfield, you know, doing routes, like, you know, the quickness and stuff. Shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 you know, Sean's, uh, that's his MO. Yeah. There's certain guys, like when you watch games and like guys will pop off at you when watching Denver games specifically, I mean, they're not really a team that they've been a fun team to watch by any means, but you watch him play. He's a guy's like, damn, that guy's, who is that guy? He can move. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we'll see what, we'll see what happens uh, with um, the, I guess they're, they're running and uh, receiving out of the backfield uh, threats. Is he a young McKinnon? Yeah, that's good. That's good too. He's, he's built, he's more built like McKinnon. He I is. Yeah. He's, he, I think yeah, he's five, seven, one, one ninety almost. Damn. So he's, he's got a little more thickness to him. Yeah. A little, little, little girth to that, that side. Yeah. 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 You know, he walked around like, why you might in the block? Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, guys. Well, we hope you guys, uh, we hope everyone makes money tonight. Whether you're taking my bet, whether you're taking Tage's bet, maybe taking both, maybe taking some of our bets. I hope everyone uh, catches on this Thursday night so we can have more money to play with when uh, a great college football slate on Saturday, USC, Notre Dame, uh, Oregon, Washington. And then, of course, you got the, the great Sunday slate um, with all the NFL games. But we hope you get, everyone catches and we hope everyone uh, has a good rest of the weekend. That's right. All right, fellas. Enjoy the game. Take it easy, everybody. Love you, fellas. Love you,
Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.